Ha ha ha, what's up y'all? You know what time it is. It's about to be that time. It's time for Mount Davis. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mount Davis. I think this is episode 4 um, and the day has finally come for you guys to meet Nate Zickerman, our second co-host. Um, it was a long time coming and I'm sure you guys will enjoy our conversation. He's pretty good in terms of uh, talking about sports, so it's always good to have him. And when we do, he's pretty funny, so I think he'll bring a lot of charisma to the show. Today's episode is going to consist of NFL MVP odds, as well as some Bundesliga bets in the latter segment. Um, By the way, I'm recording this on Sunday, and I can tell you right now, we did not do that well. We only hit one of them, basically, and, well, yeah, probably not a good good way to start the betting segments. (laughs) But I promise you guys, I'll make you guys some money over time. Just stick with it. Um, On the second half of the episode, we have a small segment with Rob Cartwright. It's basically just a random conversation. You guys don't have to listen to it, but... I mean, it's funny, and I mean, it provides a little insight to our character, and hopefully we'll get on your guys' good side, and uh, if we provide daily content and, you know, give back to the fans here and there, I think we could do a real good job with this. Um, Anyways, here's the episode. So you entertain me with your bullshit. Hello and welcome to Mount Davis, episode four, I believe. Um, the day has finally come for you guys to meet Nathan. We'll just call him Nate. Nate, say hello. Yeah, that works. What's up? I'm Nate. I uh, went to college at UCSB with Tony. Um, met him playing frisbee. Big yeah, time. if you haven't, if they haven't caught on, all the people involved in this podcast are from UCSB. UCSB alums. Yeah, you. Um, bastards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met anyway. fucking playing frisbee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, definitely frisbee. But the college sport. That's I'm I'm very talented. I'm a big. I'm very interested in sport. Yeah. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, uh, half the time, the, the half the t- my my primary team. Oh, we're probably good. Yeah, I yeah, I'm born and raised in Berkeley, nearby Oakland, so kind of just repping the East Bay teams, keeping up with my uh, my Raiders, A's, and Warriors. Tony kind of just switches basketball teams every uh, few months, and the only team I actually stick with is the Oakland A's. And right now, I'm a Pacers fan. All team cold. Oh, that. Uh, yeah, you poor bastard. That's that's. I don't know if you picked right. There, I, I'm never giving up on the A's, but that's a tough, that's a tough team to 
to put your hat on. It's our uh, year. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's yeah. This is the year. I got a. I got a solid bet on them to win the if West. They, if, uh, if, the if it fucking, ever happens, yeah. If the A's are ever gonna win the World Series, it's gonna be fucking twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. I don't know if I. I'm happy with that diagnosis, but I can't argue with it. <laughs> and let's face it, we're not keeping Matt Chapman or Matt Olson forever, so we have to win now. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, that's going to be a sad day. That's going to be a really sad episode. Billy will trade one oh, of them man. before the deadline. <laughs> what Fuck do they do with the deadline? Me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but we'll find yeah, out in a couple be, weeks. That'll be as easily the most in shambles of that. Of the sports that I'm looking at, we'll uh, we'll like, we'll know, find the, out. The NFL is going to plow forward regardless of human safety. The NBA's got a lot of money on the line and just needs to play the playoffs. But like the MLB, where do you go from here? I heard a 82 game season is in the works, but what's even what's even the point? Baseball I mean, needs at least 100 games. I feel like these dudes are eh, 80 games is a big enough sample size. Well, yeah, you can't fuck up. There's no room to fuck up. Yeah, rarely for the A's is 80 game. <laughs> no, we'll just go on like it's a 20-game win streak. Big enough samples. Uh, we'll go on uh, another 20-game win streak, you know? Yeah, in front of zero fans. That'll be a tough ask. Dude, I, I want to become a season ticket holder and just show up to every game. Gotta get that A's access. Oh yeah, the, the real dogs do. Fuck. Get Maybe once this shit, house. dude. Once this shit take off, yeah, takes off. Takes off. Once this shit takes off, we'll just host like fucking uh, tailgates every Saturday home game. Just invite everyone. But yeah, big time, big time Tuesday tailgate guy. Oh, oh Tuesday? We're doing Tuesdays. Yeah, free parking on Tuesday. Tuesdays. Okay, let's do Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably be like 2024 by the time they start playing. Yeah, but oh well, we got time. Um, what do we got on the on the docket for the pod? <laughs> oh yeah, this is just a mono intro, mono or not mono intro. Yeah, just the intro. All right, um, fuck it. Let's just jump into our first segment. I mean, we're going to try out this new segment, and then we'll go over MVP odds, give out some picks for the NFL, and then we'll cut it with Bundesliga picks for tomorrow. Okay, I'll follow your lead. Fuck. All right. Um, so this first segment, we're going to – we're trying out some new things, basically, and um, it's called Le- a letter two, and we're just naming some sports figure and ranting about certain things. Um, so my, I'm just going to go off the top of my head. I didn't really prepare anything, but, um, I'm writing a letter to Ma- Rob Manfred. <laughs> Interesting choice. The MLB commissioner. And basically, we're going to talk about the universal designated hitter. What do you think, Nate? I'm kind of out on it. I feel like the the one big draw to baseball is the tradition of it and the separation of the leagues has always been such a big part of that. 
Yeah, I feel it. I mean, it's always been. I don't know. I'm I'm also just very pro DH, but also not not huge on NL teams getting DHs. <laughs> really seems to you see a lot of trades Billy Bean will make that uh that can you know get guys that benefit by the AL system. Yeah, I mean that said, some people think I don't that know. like I don't, it's I can imagine. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I mean, some people think that like the desig or like the pitcher hitting is like an aspect of baseball that's there to like check teams. Because if you just had like a designated hitter and your lineup was like super stacked, you could just fucking just you know the Astros. Everyone was hitting like over three hundred. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far this. I can't pretend to know how much this cheating scandal helped each hitter on the Astros. I'm sure it was <laughs> out, but. they were all batting over 300, which is impressive. It's almost yeah. like they knew what pitch was coming. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you, you've got to give them a certain <laughs> credit. Obviously they got some talented players, so I don't know. I don't want to over credit the cheating system, but you certainly don't want to under it or, you, you know, no, just like roasted. So just like we were talking about like the tradition of baseball, like that aspect of like the, the relationship between the pitcher and the batter is like almost sacred enough to where you can't like mess around with it because I mean, dude, pitchers are, out, if pit- you do, you're getting charged. <laughs> dude, pitchers, pitchers are out here playing chess and it's like, it's not fair to the pitcher. If the batter knows like the pitch that's coming, the move he's about to do. Like he, he, the player should have to figure that out on himself, you know, not, not with like science, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I understand that because it's just like a fucking mind game, dude. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah. Um. Anyways, I'm pro uh, DH, and basically, I'm talking the unfairness to, to the cheating but yeah, i'm sure obviously they're not scrubs without the cheating is what i'm saying so yeah um anyways i'm pro dh and basically i'm just stating that uh it's about time and i mean really the pitcher hitting no one really wants to see that anymore <laughs> unless you're a fucking giants fan yeah oh. madison bumgarner no uh when when Bartolo Colon hit his home run? Sorry, say that again. I'm when uh when Bartolo Colon hit his first home run, everyone went everyone went fucking off. It was on the Mets, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to I I love it when, you know, you find a pitcher who can hit. The uh, a move shout out, to, <laughs> to shout out, shout out to Brad Anderson. I was expecting like I could rake. I mean, he hits some runs too, but I'm not a Giants fan, so why mention? Yeah, I just like it's more of a novelty thing, but at the same time, you, like it's it also I don't want to devalue players like like Otani or fucking. Bumgarner, especially being in the NL, but just I mean, it's I don't know. It seems unfair to uh to a lot of pitchers who uh who have a decent ability to hit and are valuable for that in the NL, even if they're not great hitters. It's still yeah. I mean, why isn't Otani in the fucking NL? Like, I feel like that would benefit him more because the Angels <laughs> offered the most money, wasn't it? Well, yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, wasn't it a uh, – well, let's say yeah, – I'm going to look at this contract right now. Tony but at that point, you're just opening up a roster spot. And, I mean, I guess that's easy. But He's getting paid – he got paid the minimum? Yeah, it was his like first contract, but AL Rookie of the Year boosted from five forty-five to. But then he got his Tommy John surgery. Poor guy. But he sh- he should be good to go. I wonder how much he was making in Korea. Probably less, you'd imagine, right? Wasn't he like the best player? Didn't he win the? Korean MVP who previously played for the Hokkaido. Dude, speaking of good rookies. <laughs> he was oh, in the Ham Fighters. That was his team name. Yo, yo, like a few people to uh, keep out for this year in the MLB. Uh, Bo Bichette and uh, Aristides Aquino. They're going to go off this year. You're going to have to teach me how to spell that, but <laughs> I Yeah, you. people could barely pronounce the letter. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, Bo Bichette hit, like, broke some records in, like, his first 10 games. I forgot what it was. But uh, Aristides Aquino's had, like, the record for most home runs in, like, the first 15 games of his of a career, basically. Sounds promising. Yeah, the, Red, the Reds might even be a playoff team this year. Who knows? I have a hard time believing it. Sonny Gray, then Amir Garrett coming in to close games. I don't know. What did the Reds finish with last season? Nah, I'm not sure, but it was pretty shitty. Yeah. The Reds finished National League. Oh, boy. Last, <laughs> so was, oh, there it is. No, second to last, seventy-five and eighty-seven in the NL Central, not in the uh, in the NL overall. All right, they're definitely getting over fourth from last. Jesus. They're getting oh, they're definitely getting over eighty wins. I think this year. Yeah, or, I mean, <laughs> full season. <laughs> Let's go eighty and two. What's their over under at? I don't know. I, I haven't seen MLB features. Don't really feel like it. We don't even know if the full season's going to be played or not. Yeah, I don't even think I doubt I doubt they'd even make it to 82 games. They've missed so much time already. Yeah. Uh ooh. All right, let's get into some uh, MVP talks here. Uh, let's start off with uh, uh, a sleeper pick. Or if you were to pick an MVP with the best value. Wait, because if I don't talk about it now, I'm going to talk about it later. Derek Carr is, is your 2020 NFL MVP. You heard it here first. Oh, my. Just Put your money down. He's 60 to 1. You're going to be raking it in. Low risk, high reward. This dude, the Raiders drafted him weapons. The defense addressed, it, addressed needs that they have had for my entire life. 
finally a deep a deep linebacking core with some additions to the defensive secondary and weapons all over the field for Derek. They clearly knew after the Antonio Brown fiasco they needed to hype him up. And honestly, I think there's you gotta. I would, I, you know, I'm not going to discount Mahomes. I would love to put a little money on him, but I, I see the NFL as having one of the most voter fatigue heavy MVP voting pools. And Lamar, I don't, you know, I don't want to say he's going to regress, but I can't imagine he does the same thing next year as he has the past season. Mahomes is not injury prone to say, but eh, it's not exactly a, uh, guaranteed to play 16 games Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson interesting Russell Russell's been hunting around for an MVP for a while he's probably gonna get some help from the Seahawks but uh you look at Derek Carr and he's really he's got all the tools he's put up there before he's got a few MVP votes in his 2018 pick of a conversation, although Matt Ryan had a fantastic year that year. Um, wouldn't write off Jimmy Garoppolo, but that's uh, that's more leaning on Mike Shanahan. But yeah, I'm 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 in on the Derek Carr hype. I'm all I'm all sold. If he isn't an MVP candidate, I I expect the Raiders to look to move on. So it's a make or break year for Derek. He's got to put up and shut up or put up or shut up. Damn. That was a pretty in-depth explanation on why Derek Carr is going to win the MVP. You heard it here first. It's as open a race as I can imagine. And Lord knows it's not going to be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Watch this shit blow up, dude. And then everyone's going to come for you on Twitter. Well, tell them to come for me. I'm ready to Do you even have Derek. Twitter? Um, I do, but I have like twelve followers. <laughs> gotta get my uh, gotta get my gains. Gotta start flexing the Twitter muscles. All right. Um, much more of an Instagram memes kind of guy. Think a wide receiver wins the MVP this year? No. Get out of here. What if the, you think Julio's just break? gonna go crazy? Like you think Antonio Brown's gonna come back? Michael Thomas? Like no. Chris Godwin breaks the the rush or the receiving yards record. Well, A, that's not going to happen. And B, like, no, there's just what if someone? No reality what if some? What if Brady some receiver breaks back the receiver who won MVP? Tom Brady would win MVP. Is it's not going to happen? Every year there's a historic performance from a wide receiver. We just saw it from Michael Thomas, and he wasn't even in consideration. It's always going to be a quarterback of a hot team. There's, that's, that's the if, a wide, if a wide receiver wanted to win the MVP, they'd have to have 2,000 receiving yards. And exactly. That's, no one that, would, that has that's the, It needs to be something that, yeah. But if anyone was to and do it, who do you think Even then, it'd probably – be a Russell Westbrook type situation where he didn't deserve the MVP, but I don't want to get you into all, all that. Um, I don't know. It's be Chris Godwin, that's for sure. Brady, I, I'll make a bet with you right now. Brady has less yards than uh, than Jameis had last year. Uh, I could see. Um, I could see 
maybe Christian McCaffrey if you count him as, as a receiver. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the closest receiver to the top of the list is Michael Thomas. He has the same odds as Josh Jacobs. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill, absolutely not. Just has like a 80 yard touchdown for like. I mean, his 10 success weeks is completely is completely sealed by Patrick Mahomes' success, and in that yeah. case, Mahomes would win the MVP. And when when he got injured, who was there? Uh, who am I spacing on? Who's the Chiefs' backup who played a few games? Um, Kyle Orton, but he's been retired. No, years, so. <laughs> wait, the quarterback backup, the QB backup. Yeah, backup QB who played. Hang on, I'm gonna look. Bro, I don't even know. We killed him. Um, so I thought he certainly wasn't catching the deep balls. Uh, Chad Henne. Chad Heaney. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Raiders, you had a deep QB room too. We're we're ready. They're gonna take a game off the Chiefs. Yo, I definitely think the Colts could you take their division though. Too. Yeah, the the yeah, the AFC South is. I mean, who knows what's going on with Bill O'Brien and and the Texans? Yeah, I like I, mean, I like the system. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Philip Rivers, but I don't. I don't think he's get, like I don't think he is what he was, and I don't even know if what he was was enough. But he certainly is in and which they're in other than the game against the Raiders and Eric Harris, that he can't make some throws. He's, he's you know, a veteran. He's going to make them make them be in the right position to win. He's going to put them in a, in a few good spots and make some good decisions. And, and then throw an Not to say that Jacoby Brissett didn't do that, but, yeah. it's I mean, yeah, but he'll get him to – he could get him to the playoffs before he – Okay, no. His, his he'll, get him. he'll get him. He'll get him. He'll get him. He'll get him to the 10-yard line. Chargers really must have rubbed off on him. Chris Godwin and Amari Cooper are 200 200- – Fifty to one. Twenty thousand plus twenty thousand. It's an odd one, dude. I think you might need to drop that one. He's not even the best receiver on his own team. No, but that's Mike the thing. Evans is better than Chris. But that's the thing. Mike Evans always gets injured. You think that because Mike he's always e- covered. He doesn't always get injured. Pretty much. And he's even if he is covered, he's open. That's he's six five, two thirty. This dude's yeah. huge. He's like just catches everything. He made Johnny I don't football know. into he into just went off a round a first round draft pick. He just went off in my fantasy, and I was like, "Ooh, Mike Evans, Pro Football Reference. He's played sixteen games in. Get the hell out of here. He's played sixteen games. Two of his six. The lowest he's played is thirteen, and the other two. Yeah, he's played 13 and 14 once and 15 or 16 every other year. Well, with Mike Evans, he's so, like, spotty. He either, like, goes off for, like, three touchdowns and, like, 120 yards. and then He's at 1,000 yards every season of his career. Don't yeah, play with Mike Evans. Good. Not, not on my podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying... Chris Godwin is more reliable. You and Rob can shit talk hard. Oh, my God. You're really about to just hop on the Chris Godwin chain. 
train after yep. one year. Yes. And an incredibly – you think you could have thrown 5,000 yards without also throwing 30 interceptions? Because I promise you it's, that's not in the cards. Oh, man. I mean – Not if they this... wanted to win games. Didn't he – he also had, like, a record for pick sixes, right? Or, like, first first pass pick sixes. Yeah. <laughs> he, went like, he, went, he went, like, seven games in a, in a row where when he threw a pick six on the first drive, the Bucks won. He, he was truly a quarterback of remark. I think don't know if he was – Think they'll regress with Tom Brady or is it Tom Brady's team? I think – Think they'll? I think it'll be a completely different team, but they'll probably only win one or two more games. It depends on the defense too. If the defense can play just as well, they'll they'll be in a much better position. But yeah. I can't imagine they played so well last season. Defenses don't tend to keep up such. I don't know high, high or sustain such high productivity for so long. Taysom Hill or J. Jameis Winston. What do you mean? As as the Saints, as New backup Orleans QB. backup. Give me, yeah. Give me Jameis. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't like it, but there's a reason that they started Teddy Bridgewater last season. I'm not a huge Jameis guy, but they clearly know Taysom Hill's limitations. He's he's a hot topic, and people love you know saying he's a weapon and all that, and he can do everything. But until he shows he can drop back and work the pocket on more than you know a random down every couple of series. He has, to, yes, he has to do that for an entire year. People are trying to argue that Taysom Hill is he a, show he can is do a it. god. He has a high ceiling. Uh, he can do that no one else can, but he's, he's got to do the things that everyone else can. Yeah, I see it. Um, but if, I were, if you were to pick one, one person to win the MVP, like life or death situation, who would you put your money on? Life or death situation, my money is. I guess it's going to be on Mahomes, but I'm not happy about it. It's hard to bet against the favorite. Very, very hard. I like to think know, of it. They're like going to get held back by the Raiders somehow, some way. They'll always I like, that out. <laughs> I like to think of the narrative that will play out if they win or like how they'd spin it. So it's not going to be Lamar. Lamar could regress. I could see Deshaun Watson getting it. I could see that if the Texans play well and everyone keeps their B.O.B. hatred alive, it'll be like, wow, this Deshaun Watson kid's just doing it all with no help other than the corpse of David Johnson. And he's good. He's just good. Flat out. He's a star. Rodgers could put together a real fuck you Justin Love season, though. Or not Justin Love. What's his name? Jared Love? No, I think you got it right. Uh, Jordan Love. No, just. It's definitely Jordan. His name is Justin. Really? Justin, you think of Justin Herbert? It's Justin Herbert and Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. So the Tom Brady narrative could play out, but the Bucks would have to win more than twelve games. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't have an MVP season in him. Aaron Rodgers could 
play out, but he'd have to Tom beat Brady the 49ers. Tom Brady could win a Super Bowl, but he's not going to win the MVP. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, no. Wait, Jimmy Garoppolo could play out if the Niners do really well again and he has like five fourth-quarter yeah, comebacks. No, he, and, and he's in the benefit of the Shanahan system and could really – you know, settle into that system this year. I, so Garoppolo I don't could know be a good pick. Yeah, I just I gotta I gotta see it from him. He's good. Good odds at plus thirty three. Um, but yeah, I would go. Uh, Mahomes. <laughs> Fuck. Exactly. It's. I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, he's, there's just too much. He's a heavy favorite by a lot because he's just. There's too much variables the with Lamar Jackson. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and I mean, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis. But Hunt, yeah, for Patrick value, Hunt, for value, I would go with Garoppolo. No, nah, value, you want Derek Carr. Yeah, sure. Baker, <laughs> Baker Mayfield plus 4,000. Baker having 50 to 1 on, on the, I'm looking at CBS's odds 50 to 1 oh. Baker Mayfield and 60 to 1 Derek Carr. That's a joke. That's a fucking joke. Like um, all the talent that the Browns surrounded Baker Mayfield with last year, and they fucking sucked. He had two of the best running backs in the NFL, two of the best receivers. Nada. Derek Carr put up a better season with better numbers and had a better team throwing the ball to Zay Jones, Hunter Renfro, God bless him, Darren Waller, who's a great tight end, but you need a number one wide receiver, and Tyrell Williams, great guy, great receiver. Not a number one guy, especially with a hurt foot all season. Give me, give me Derek Carr over. What if Ezekiel Elliott goes off and I'm, I'm looking at that and no. Eighteen. What if he has like another like rookie year or like? There's too much. There's rushes for eighteen hundred yards and I don't know twenty two touchdowns. No, there's. Do you think a, they don't have a chance? Spend. I mean, he yeah, but he would have to. It would not only have to coincide with him having one of the best running back seasons ever, it would also have to overlap with a bunch of just underwhelming performances from quarterbacks down the stretch when people's votes gets decided. And I, do, I don't trust the Cowboys. I, they, they got a lot. I love their C. Lamb. Acquisition. All right, what about, what about this one? Bears go 14-2 and two with Nick Foles as quarterback. He'd be a Elected president the following year plus <laughs> plus twenty thousand. If Nick Foles took the Bears to fourteen and two, I might just move to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who knows? God Fuck it. Bless. Plus twenty thousand. I'm locking it in. <laughs> Jeez. How long? Um, what, I just he he has the added disadvantage though. Like what? Well, what would have to happen is like the Bears go one and one or zero oh and two or. One and two. That would be the only. Because he needs 13, 14 games at least to win the MVP. And he's like not going to come in with the starting job unless Trubisky gets injured. The Bears' defense is there, right? Like they got Khalil Mack. They don't got to worry about much. Their offense just needs to step it up. Mods is Tyrod Taylor and Aaron Jones. Todd Gurley, wow. If anyone's considering putting any amount of money on Todd Gurley, even at 150 to 1 to win MVP, 
just send it to me, okay? I'll set <laughs> it on fire for you, and you know this, this is the exact same. I'd rather put money on ooh, George Kittle three hundred to one. Put that in your back pocket. That'd be fun. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is two fifty to one. Well, I'm a yeah. That might be worse. Odell didn't win with Eli. He's not going to win with Baker. Yeah, you're right. I guess, oh, man. Yeah. So should we move on to the Bundesliga? Yeah. Yeah. Let's just finish it off with uh, yeah, I got- the weekend betting segment. Uh, I saw. Need to come up with the name. But this is this is the part of the pod. This is the part of the this is the part of the podcast where you make money. So keep with while I load up these odds, dude. Uh, I just won off of the game that was on today. It was like two Berlin teams, and I bet the over, and they scored zero goals in the first half, and then they scored. Four goals in 15 minutes in the second half. Jesus. Yeah. So I was. It was. It was like a a roller coaster ride, but it's always good to win your bets like that. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue. Cannot argue with that. But yeah. So so far, I'm I'm five and one in Bundesliga bets. So I mean, we need a bigger sample size, but. Yeah, really. We'll see after this weekend. All, All right. right. So, what do you? Yeah, throw throw me these picks. Hang on. All right, go for it. So first first game, you got Hoffenheim and Paderborn. Hoffenheim's a pretty average team, but Paderborn is the worst team in the league. So automatically, you're just gonna pick um, plus one fifteen with Hoffenheim, and I mean, the overs have been hitting like crazy in the Bundesliga. Um, people are saying because it's no fans. What do you think? Like, do you think players are more comfortable playing uh, with no fans? Or they tend to try harder because there's fans? Hold yeah, I would, uh, I would slam Hoffenheim. They're at home. Yeah. Gotta, ugh. Got a lot to like over there. I, I still think that traveling, even without fans, traveling in a, in the corona era cannot be easy on these pros. But, yeah, so I'm going to send that bit. Um, I would try to get the over at two and a half. It's a uh, – let's see. I'm seeing over one. My, right it's here, a, it, over two and a half minus one seventy for the game. So I would I would send that, and then Hoffenheim at plus one fifteen. This game starts at fucking six thirty in the morning, so it's one of those games where you bet the night before and wake up with money in your pocket. Don't tempt me, dude. Tell these pigs. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, I've been looking at this uh, this Frankfurt money line, and it's uh, it's intriguing me a little bit. Plus fourteen hundred. Baron at Frankfurt. Shit. I don't know. Oh man, I got it at plus fifteen hundred. Oh, you <laughs> bastard! 
Um, I mean, that's like a, a, that's a foolish. Throw that's a, that's a lunch money bet. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm down to go hungry for a lunch or two. <laughs> um, second game, you got Werder Bremen versus Freiburg. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these right, but it's all semantics. So yeah, I'm not even going to try Freiburg. Oops. Freiburg oh, yeah. Bremen. My name's German, so it's you know works out. Zickerman. Um, what? So you kind of have to go Freiburg with this. Um, it's basically the same case as the first one. Um, they're plus one fifteen odds, which is pretty generous. Over two and a half minus one thirty. I would probably just send that. Might as well. And so, yeah, same thing, favorite in the over. Um, then you move on to Leverkusen versus Borussia Ma- I'm not going to pronounce it. Mönchengladbach. Mon- Mönchengladbach. Back. Back. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty even. They're pretty even, so I would send a sprinkle a little on the draw. Otherwise, don't send this game at all. Um, if anything, do under three and a half if you could get it. But that's about it. I could feel some Leverkusen money line, but not. I wouldn't hammer it. Yeah. Um, Brosia Dorman versus Wolfsburg. Uh, Brosia Dorman minus 170. You kind of got to send that. Um, send the over. If you feel generous, so over three and a half, get it up plus money. And uh, that way. Because I see them, no, yeah, the over three and a half. I see them scoring at least like three goals, so might as well. Yeah, so well, that's a, that's a solid over. Send in a parlay, you know. Um, let's see. Let me pick this parlay real quick. You ready, Nate? You trying to get in on this parlay? Yeah, I'm gonna line one up for myself right now. What do we got? All right, Hoffenheim, Freiburg. Um, I don't want to put a draw on the on the card. So, Borussia Dortmund, and then Munich, Bayern Munich by two and a half. By two and a half. <laughs> Jesus, I'm out on that. Uh, let's do team total. I could oh, see uh I could see a um a Schalke Augsburg draw. Yeah. Oh, that is No, that's Sunday. Hoffenheim. I don't know. How how confident are you on Freiburg? Well, I'm just going off of that Werder Bremen is, like, a pretty bad team. That being said, they they could win, but the latter is more ideal. I mean, if you don't want Freiburg, we could send over two and a half. I think that's a solid bet. I'm definitely in on Hoffenheim. 
And if we're pretty ballsy, we're sending this draw in Leverkusen by 270. But I was thinking, really, I was thinking of doing the uh, Augsburg Schalke draw. That's on Sunday, though. I mean, we could add it to the party. Oh, shit, it is. Bayern Munich minus 685. Is that even worth putting on the parlay? Uh, it's, I can't get it on my site, so no. <laughs> but the odds of them winning, pretty, pretty even. I would take their over three and a half. It's not great money, but. Minus 160? Yeah. Minus two and a half, over three and a half. Fuck it. Wait, what is Frankfurt on the thirteen? They're eight and four. No, eight and thirteen with four draws. They have a minus five goal differential. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So, uh, can I get this total different? Let's see, let's see. All right, it's a four pick parlay. Do, do, do. What's the pick? All right, if it loads. All right, so you got Hoffenheim money line, uh, Freiburg uh, game total over two and a half, Borussia Dortmund money line, and then Frankfurt and Bayern Munich over three and a half. You risk well, I'm twenty to win one seventy six. I don't know. I got a four picker that's fifteen to win three twenty. Which one's that one? Uh, mm, all right. So it's Borussia Mönchengladbach and okay. Bayern draw or Bayern Leverkusen draw over on Freiburg Werder Bremen, uh, Dortmund money line and Hoffenheim money line. Oh, what are you? What you saying? <laughs> How many of those did you get? <laughs> The first one. All right, yeah. Draw in Monklin, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Freiburg, Werder, Bremen over, two and a half. Dortmund money line, Hoffenheim money line. Okay. Dortmund and Hoffenheim. I'm going to stick with the Bayern pick. Ooh. Just send a three pick. Trying to do a, a fuck it parlay with uh, Frankfurt. <laughs> I doubt that will happen, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough bet. It's a throwaway. I think I'm going to lay this parlay. I like mine. Eh. I think mine has a good potential. The Bayern Leverkusen game. The draw? 
Yeah. That's where the money But is. the draw is what would possibly happen. Or we could send this game under, under three. What do you think? Or under three and a half. Think under three and a half is worth it? Yeah, it sounds about right. I just hate bidding on unders. Life too short to bid on unders. Yeah, that's true. I'm a, I'm an over guy for sure. I think this Freiburg Werder Bremen over is solid. Fifty to win five forty six. That sounds more tempting. Ten to win one oh nine. Yeah, I'll send ten bucks on it. Fifteen. Yeah, right. Can't hurt. Anyway, we, bucks. we can refine this and uh, release it on the account's official Twitter <laughs> before game time tomorrow. Should we get into that little story on our social no, no, media? No, 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 not yet. Wait till wait till the scheme is hatched. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't oh, take man. the cake out of the oven yet. But before we get through that, I'm gonna send a parlay with Hoffenheim and Dortmund. By itself. Fuck it. Freiburg too. Wow, they're all at they're all at six thirty except the Leverkusen or the Bayern Munich game. Six thirty. Shit. Fuck it. The draw. I'm picking the draw. I'm I'm just gonna pick all my overs and unders. I'm picking the draw. Damn, that's such a. Ugh. Never mind. I'm not picking the draw. Ooh, all right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to Friday's episode of Mount Davis. Dude, I still don't know how to introduce like the podcast or like. I still don't know if Mount Davis is trademarked and we're gonna get sued. Well, probably, but that's a problem for future. Can't wait. I know. Future us. (laughs) But anyways, I mean, we're making so much money off of this. So once (laughs) once we do, I mean, by the time we start making money, that shit will be teared down already. So yeah, you heard it here first, guys. All right. We start making Um, money; it's already over. (laughs) Damn, you're right. Yeah. Once you hear an ad, we've no longer been recording episodes. Dude, and also all the copyrights on uh, the songs we're using. Holy Toledo. <laughs> and I'm also going to use a bunch of sound bites. So, damn. Yeah, we're done for. No, we're fine. We're fine. But it was, it was a good run. <laughs> Anyways, um, until next time. And uh, shit, that was, that was ass. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. All right, everyone, uh, that's it for today. Um, We'll see you next time. And until then, goodbye from me and Nate. Wow, we did it. Well done. Well done. Fuck, that that wasn't too good. Anyways, that's it. You could leave already. All right. It's been nice. It's been nice talking to you. All right, guys, uh, that was me and Nate talking about today's episode. And... I hope you guys liked Nate. Um, He's a cool dude.
I think he'll add a lot to the show. Anyways, here's our conversation with Rob. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball! Huh? Uh, just got done playing tennis. I'm pretty tired. Who do you play tennis with? I do like tennis. That's a fun sport, though. Uh, I was playing with a friend, Oscar, nice. if you know him. But I don't think I do. I fucking suck at tennis. Uh, you like? Do you like racquetball? If you like tennis, you like racquetball. I could see. You yeah, I play, I've played with Matt racquetball. Oh, uh, I think I think I might have played it with him once. I always was big into that. So uh, yeah, what's on the agenda today? Fucking nothing. Uh, just like a fifteen-minute funny conversation that we could put in the outro. Because I did the yeah. episode with Nate earlier, and we talked about like what would y'all chat about? Yeah, MVP odds for the NFL, and uh, oh, who do you guys have doing it? Well, he wants Derek Carr to win. Um, okay, I ended so up that's fucking not going to happen. Yeah, no, I ended up picking Jimmy Garoppolo. G- for, Derek Carr of, might not even be starting in terms of value, and uh, yeah, no, uh, like Mahomes was the favorite, so life or death situation. We had to pick Mahomes, but. If, in I terms of that situation, I'm going Lamar Jackson. Mahomes won't win two years in a row, even if people want him to. Nah, because, I mean, there's just too much variables with Lamar Jackson. Like, if he gets injured, his MVP season's basically done. And what about Tom Brady as, like, a comeback season on the Bucks? Yeah, no, uh, we also talked about that. We talked about, like, different narratives and, like, what narratives could play out. If he takes the seven and nine bucks into the playoffs or the Super Bowl or something, like MVP is very possible, right? Yeah, I was thinking Jimmy Garoppolo wins because the 49ers do good and he probably will have like four or five fourth quarter winning drives. So Okay. I feel like a lot of people find Garoppolo to be a uh, place, not placeholder, what's the word I'm looking for? A signal caller versus a, like a true Mahomes-esque quarterback. Yeah, but, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I feel like if he's clutch enough, I feel like he could win it. But then I also said Baker Mayfield, but that's only if uh, the Browns do really well. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What can we talk about today? Anything on Twitter you've <laughs> you've seen? Oh uh, shit! Sure, I don't know. I can pull shit up though. Hold on. Yeah, my laptop. I've been watching Avatar. Uh, my roommate's watching that right now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I never saw it as a kid, so. I don't think there's been. Interesting. No, I, I was Wait, checking the news earlier. Jerry Sloan died. Yeah, so did a beat writer for the Kings. Uh, Patrick Ewing says he tested positive for coronavirus. It's probably not the only thing he's tested positive for. <laughs> okay, so I've got sports news up. Wait, would you want to go NFL, NBA, MLB? Let's do MLB. The five most expensive U.S. sports team sales in history. What do you think they are? Wait, repeat that again? The five most expensive U.S. sports team sales in history. Most expensive. Uh, I'll give you a hint. One's in 2017, one's in 2018, one's in 2012, one's in 2017, and one's in 2014. Panthers. Okay, the Carolina Panthers are number 
Carolina Panthers for two point two seven five billion in twenty eighteen. Are the are the Jets on that list? They are not. So okay, here here it is. Basketball, Panthers. So football. So huh. basketball, football, baseball, basketball, basketball. Damn, basketball, Three basketball, basketball, basketball. One football, one baseball. You got the football one. Who got sold? Um, All right, I'll give you a hint. Just fucking – no, no, just fucking say them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Brooklyn Nets in 2018 for $2.35 billion. 2017. Carolina Panthers for $2.275 billion in 2018. The Dodgers in 2012 for 2.15. Houston Rockets in 2017 for 2.2, and the Clippers for 2 billion in uh, 2014. Jeez. You remember the one with the Clippers where the dude was saying like a lot of racial stuff? Yeah. But he like yeah. All right, so let's see. I got some MLB's news pulled up right now. What do you think of the Universal DH? I mean, they touched up on that. I actually uh, saw that, but I haven't read too much on it. If you want to fill me in a little bit, well, the MLB just like what just, the NL does or the AL does. Yeah, that's what the AL does, and like the the NL or the MLB is like thinking of implementing it throughout the league. I mean, just, why not? Pitchers aren't made to hit. But the other argument is that like pitchers hitting is an aspect of baseball that has been like almost traditional in a sense. And uh, it's just like once you step away from that, it's, I don't know. Some argue that it belongs in the game. Some argue that it doesn't. I'm pro university age because. I think so too. Because, yeah, I want to see a picture here. I mean, I mean, like, it's just an out, basically. Why not? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think I like the idea of it. It's a more offensive game. And as much as I love baseball, you know, three hours at the park slow, if you could uh, get a little something more going on. Dude, I'm watching a bunch of sports highlights right now. And right now I'm watching Phillies versus Royals in 1980. The Phillies win. It's so weird watching baseball in a different era. If you could go back and watch any era of baseball for a specific player, who would it be and why? Um, Barry Zito. I never got to see him play. I wanted to. But, like, we lived during his time. You could have said, like, Babe Ruth. You could have said. Yeah, fuck all the old players. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I would have gone with Ricky Henderson. Nah, um, if there was one, if there was one player I would uh, go out and see, it would be Lonnie Smith, and he was played in 1989, I think for the Cardinals and the Braves and a few other teams, the Royals, I think, too. But this guy was notorious for being addicted to cocaine, and uh, it would be... There'd be nights where him and like teammates would be up all night snorting cocaine, and then um, they would go to like the game the next day and play fine. And there was this one 
this one incident that happened. He was standing in left field, and, like, fans started throwing, like, beer bottles at him and shit. These are, like, glass bottles and shit. Mm-hmm. And apparently none of them hit him, but he was just standing there, like, watching them. But, like, apparently he was, like, so, like, he was, like, coming down from the, all the coke he did last night that he was, like, so Fact. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. So the, like, I, the, the stories these guys fucking said was fucking interesting, man. That is a different era. That was like, what, 1989? 1980s? Those were true men there. Yeah, straight Stand up. Stand up on ice, strippers and cocaine, and then go and making your paycheck the next day. Fuck. Yeah. It's kind of how the I, NBA uh, was at the time. Oh, my God, right? I, I read an article the other day making an argument for the player of the 21st century so far, and they were saying it's Albert Pujols. The best player of the two of two thousand and on for the past twenty years. He's he was definitely up there in his prime. Um, he yeah he I mean he's played all of basically all twenty years. He's done wonderful things for the Cardinals. He's on like the ninth year of his contract with the Angels. I would say so. Like almost the seven hundred club. Some people def- are arguing he's arguing definitely up Mike there. Trout, but he's only played ten of the years. Yeah, all twenty. He's up there, definitely. In terms uh, of I, what about like t- Derek Jeter? But he's he retired what like five years ago. In terms of talent, yeah, Mike Trout, um, him and like Bryce Harper, like are uh, are said I still to love be that like Bryce Harper left the Nationals and the Nationals. Just, one. I know. That's so funny. I mean, apparently he was considering feel, the A's. I feel I feel bad for him. Whatever. I mean, you know, eh, you want to see the guy do well, but dude, he almost he almost signed with the A's. Did you know that? I did. I just said that like two minutes ago. Oh shit! I know because he grew up watching them. How cool! I mean, the A's don't really go for the big market signings like that. But how cool would have that been? Yeah, dude, our outfield would have been stacked. What like Steven Piscotti? Imagine nah, you'd have you'd have if they were all fully healthy. You'd have, let's see, we have Tony Kemp now. So I'd put Mark Hanna in left, Bryce Harper in right, Loriano in center, and then first baseman, first baseman, Olsen, second baseman, Tony Kemp slash Chad Pinder slash Mark Hanna whenever he wants to, then Marcus Simeon, Matt Chapman, um, Josh Fegley, or Robbie Grossman. No, no, no. Uh. What's that other guy's name? Chris Davis DH. Yeah, yeah, and then Chris Davis DH. Yeah. That would be fucking crazy. And we'd then win. Houston win would still. Games. <laughs> dude, I would, I would obviously go see. Dude, I still want to. We need to go to an A's game. Dude, I haven't gone to a baseball yes. game other than the River Cats. I went to the River Cats like. Let's go to opening season. day as soon as they let us go. Whenever opening day is, yeah. I can still be very, very down. Yeah, I mean, let's see. We should definitely go to opening day once they let us. And then we definitely have to catch some Kings games. Oh, yeah, you got to come up for the Kings. Um, Kings versus Pacers. I'm down. We can splurge for some decent seats, sit right behind, and I'll just chirp at Brog or 
Malcolm Brogdon the whole time. Get Kevin, why. get Kevin to fucking come. But Bach just seats the row behind us. Yeah. Exactly behind us. Are you at, are you at home today? No, I'm at the tap room, so. Wow. Just a change. I mean, like, were you working or you just go in? And- no, I just go in and set up and, yeah, drink and I don't if care. I want to. Not really. Um, I'm trying to get them to open up so I could get them Oh, are they not open? Nah. And, I mean, once we open, I'll be here at night, basically, but. Damn, I, uh, I'm going to my buddies and, like, well, his event starts at 6, but it's his 29th birthday, and he's throwing a barbecue and a party, so it'll be my first social interaction with people. Oh, and, oh. barbecue so I'm gonna get some. Yeah, I'm going to get some good food and maybe, like, a claw. I'm not really trying to drink, but barbecue it should be good. Barbecue sounds so good right now. Dude, I mean, it's not going to be, like, barbecue, but it'll put, like, hot dogs on the grill. No. Order some. But... Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't eaten dinner. I'm starving. He's like 20 minutes away, so I probably got to tune off in like 10 or so here. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no. That's chill. What should I eat, bro? You got food there, right? Uh, that, could be a, that could be a segment. What, what am should I in the mood for? I'm in the mood for the Kings to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, so it looks I like I don't need, have a fucking appetite. I do need that on my plate. No, I need the A's to get in a playoff series. Get out of the wild card? Yeah, out of the wild card or a a series. Just give us a series. Give us a series and the A's will stun y'all, yeah. Even throw us up against the Yankees. Chappie will smash on those fools. Who plays third base for the Yankees? Um, Not Glaber Torres. Uh... Seriously, hold on. I pull up their depth chart. Nah, they they have Miguel and Juhar now. Yeah, he's number two on the depth chart, it's saying. They're going to start him, though. Are they? Okay. Maybe. The Yankees have a good outfield. Aaron Judge, Gardner, Giancarlo Stanton. So they've got Andujar as number one on the DH. Oh, yeah, because he tore his labrum. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, that's... It might take some time, but he should be the number one. But he's young too, so. Yeah. Oh man, I uh, supposed to play some pickup volleyball in the park this weekend. Not sure if it's gonna happen, but. That was it the deal. A... Oh, okay. So last, so last week, um, we were talking about Kevin. He's been ghosting you, right? Yep. He responded to one of my texts. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You had him. For oh, like yeah, I was. A brief I second. was drinking. What's that? You had him for like a brief second, and then I, like, I, but he responded the next day, and that was it. No, I was drinking uh, during that podcast, and I had what a bottle, a glass of wine, and a couple of white claws, and I was so hungover the next day at work, I was miserable, which was so sad. Yeah, I mean, it tends to go that way sometimes. I uh, I'm not who I used to be when I was in school. Dude, those fucking the morning after. Uh... Like a Friday night, Saturday morning. I'm having to buy that pill a lot. I'm just yeah. kidding. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, Rob. Oh, Rob. I am allergic to latex. Yeah, no, that's always the excuse to use. Or that's what you tell them. No, I'm just kidding. Don't record. You're gonna. I don't really care. Uh, 
That's I keep okay. an empty I keep an empty box of uh, latex free condoms in the closet. So when they say no, you're not, I'm like, yeah, here, let me show you. I have to buy latex free. Oh, it's out. Shoot. <laughs> no, Please don't listen to this. I do not stand by these recommendations, nor do I actually do that. Sex advice with Rob. Yeah, that could be my category. I can teach him how to uh, hit on college shorter girls a couple years out of college. I, uh, I've, I've linked up with a couple, or does and the, I am coming up here. Does their um, insecurity rise up after they leave college? Or do you have to wait a little? I mean, if you know how to work it, you can really get them back in the zone. Yeah. No, I, I matched with someone and I was chatting with them today. And uh, so it just seemed a little weird. And, she, and then she mentioned taking an AP exam. And I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> You're still in yeah, high school? <laughs> yeah, so she changed her age to say like 20 or 21 or some shit. I was like, okay, hold up. So when you say AP exam, have you graduated high school? She's like, oh, yeah, I, I do in a week or so. I was like, nah, I got to draw a line somewhere. Like, I, if, you're 18, <laughs> if you're 18, great. But like, I, I'm several years out of college. I, uh, even if it's legal, I feel predatory in that situation. So I, 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 I told her no. Yeah. I mean, that's been quite it's a dry like spell. A, I mean, <laughs> a five-year, oh, really has it? Tell me, tell us your woes. Here, this, you can be my first uh, client in our advice column. Ooh. No, no, no. I'm just saying ever since the coronavirus started. but I've actually managed decently well during the coronavirus. You can play it as like, gosh, I don't think we should go out. Why don't you just, because like, we shouldn't go out because corona. Why don't you just come over? Um... I also live most, alone and not with roommates. Most of my game consisted of con, uh, convincing girls to go to Dublin's after the tap room <laughs> and play oh, really? pool. And Did I miss Dublin's? And there was this one night that our manager wasn't uh, like, because there's an apartment upstairs in the tap room and our manager yeah. lives there, but he's not there at certain times, certain you weekends. someone up there? Basically, but it was like a group oh, of yeah. me, Adam, and a group of girls, basically. But that's hilarious. Um, yeah, that was like the last time I had any action. But I mean, other than that, then the coronavirus hit, and it was like, oh, where do you go now? I mean, in I, mean I, just, people I, I, are, I live. I have my whole apartment to myself. I live people, alone. It's a nice area in midtown. It's easy. That's nice. Yeah. People are starting to go out now here in IV and get together and shit. Dude, I'm so, still seeing like Snapchats of people like house partying in Isla Vista and I'm just like, man, I do I do and do not miss it. You know what I mean? Like all it takes is one and then it just becomes a fucking giant cesspool. Oh my God, right? If it isn't already. Yeah, I know. It's ugh. So that's like the only thing I'm like hesitant about tonight. I'm not going to like, I'm sure there's going to be, like, rage cage and shit like that. I'm not going to be sharing cups because I don't know where these degenerates have been. Okay, so I feel like with what we're talking right now, this is basically, like, call her daddy or whatever that L. Schnitt person's podcast is. What? Oh, um, I've never listened to her, but you you tagged me in one of her tweets saying, have you met Rob? What's her podcast? (laughs) 
Schnitt talk. It's her last yeah. name. <clears throat> I don't That's know. Funny. Um, I don't know what it's about, but we can we can take over the uh, the college. She's cute, but college. she's she's a little small. I don't know if I, I mean the size difference would be. Do you not like how tall are you? you like five, six, six foot. I like tall women. Okay, so the last several women I've five dated six. Today, the last several women I've dated <laughs> like five four, five three, five three, five four. So yeah, I'm six three. So. I mean, I've only been with girls that have been five four, but I mean, I one time I don't know five foot person that was interesting, and also one time like a six foot person, which I didn't. I did not enjoy that. I I didn't enjoy that at all. That would be interesting. Have you ever thought of like what it would be like to do with like a a seven foot girl, like? <laughs> <laughs> She can be the tree, I'll be the quality. Oh, jeez. But the possibilities are endless. <laughs> that and dancers. Seven foot, I don't even know where I'd find someone seven foot talk. Tony, we have to go on an adventure. Um, WMBA. You know the dem- I was about to say the WMBA. <laughs> okay, the Sacramento Monarchs got disbanded about 10 years ago. So, um, LA Sparks. Yeah. Oh. I'm down. Guess that's our next. Our next trip. I uh, yeah. I was out with a couple of I, I was gonna say like female friends, but I don't really like them enough to call them friends, which sounds bad. But like I was invited out, so I went, but they were annoying. Um, but we went, and um, I I drank. And it was not not any more than I normally ever would. Customary. Right, I got so drunk, I blacked out. I forgot most of the night. And the whole next day, I felt the worst I've ever felt in my life. I was aggressively throwing up for hours. I swear Damn. something was put in my drink. I swear something was put in my drink. Jeez. That sounds Like, it was nasty. aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I've had hangovers like that, kind of. Mostly when I drink on an empty stomach. Anyways. Um, I, I did have an empty stomach. That, that probably was the fact that um, now that we're on this topic, uh, rank uh, hottest likes or where the hottest girls come from in terms of sports. I don't know if I phrased that. Where volleyball, volleyball. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. there's a reason. There's a reason why I quit baseball and pursued volleyball, even though I was much better at you know baseball. Was because if you went to the beach tournaments I went to, you never want to leave. Um, so yeah. volleyball, I think, are really good. I think soccer girls are. Uh, gorgeous things. Um, For me, it's soccer, tennis, volleyball. Oh, tennis, tennis, tennis. Dude, those skirts get me every time. <laughs> uh, Sophia Kennedy, if you're listening to this. <laughs> who's, the, um, who's the, who's the, who's uh, the, who the fuck that is a fly in my house? Um, Jeannie Bouchard, the yeah, yeah. tennis player. <laughs> she, uh, she did an auction where like, you know, to raise money for like coronavirus relief, amazing stuff. And it's like you get a free tennis lesson, box tickets to her game, and like a date with Jeannie Bouchard. And I, I, I tapped in. I was like, I could, you know, put a thousand dollars down for this. I was, I was ready to put my bid in. And then I checked, and was at eighty five thousand dollars. And I was like, well, geez, um, no, no. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought Bob Meinery uh, won it for like four thousand or something like that. No, eighty five thousand dollars. Jeez, you sure wasn't 
I don't know, because no. uh, the girl you're talking about, it, it basically went on a date with, uh, you know, Bob Meanery? No. You don't know who Bob Meanery is? He does all those, like, voiceovers. And um, he's, like, the voice for the Buffalo Wild Wings commercials right now. He's, like, sponsored by them. And, like, whenever the, those commercials come on, like, that's his voice. Okay. Anyways. Eugenie, Eugenie Bouchard auctions off dinner date to feed people during pandemic. 26-year-old Canadian. Uh, it started at $2,500. And then it rose to $21,000. Jeez. And the winning bid... It was $85,000. Jeez. Here, ready? Check this. How do I turn you around? I don't know. 85000 Holy. Imagine the pressure. I know. Like, I mean, like, obviously it's like a, you know, Does charity she, thing. So it's not like a ro- necessarily a romantic date or anything. <laughs> she doesn't have to do anything, Tony. There's, there's no implications. But if someone... But if someone is putting $85,000 on your head, wouldn't you feel like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Okay, so here's the thing. She's Jeannie Bouchard, a famous tennis player. I am Rob Cartwright, a nobody. If someone paid me $85,000 to go on a date, I'm putting it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but she doesn't have to. Oh, God. Hell, they can, they can bring their friends. I don't care. Respect they they paid for me. Yeah. She, she doesn't have to. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Uh, if you go over to the Zapped podcast by Bob Meanery, um, episode 10 just came out, and it's basically a podcast with her and uh, him talking. I'll, uh, I'll be on her again and see if she, uh... <laughs> really? All right, so what, what female sports stars can we get on our podcast? Can we, can, uh... we can tell us, have you met Raw? <laughs> Oh man, we have to watch it with the women because if we say something that goes against, like Tony, I'm pretty sure we've already said several things. We sh- I don't know if we should use this portion. We'll be, we'll be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> canceled before we even begin. Um, let's see. Uh, Alex Morgan, we should definitely get her. I would be too afraid of getting beat up. Or was that Hope Solo? That's Hope Solo. Actually, I'd probably be into it anyways. Ooh, she just had a <laughs> she just had a kid. Who? Uh, Alex Morgan. Did she give her her? So we talk. Um, we could talk about her transition from soccer to being. But the whole time we talked about her, we never once referred to her ever being a sports star, <laughs> just like all the other reporters do. Like um, like like a Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. We only like if she were an athlete, we would only refer to her as Alex Rodriguez's wife. Oh, um, man. Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, uh, let's get uh, Liv Cowherd. Do you know Do you know who she is? Lizzo? Is that Olivia, what she said? Olivia Cowherd. Liv Cowherd? No. no that's, uh, no, Colin, that's Colin Cowherd's daughter. Colin Cowherd. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Sports Nation. Uh, sophomore, junior college. So am I. What a coincidence. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think this has strayed a little bit from the idea of the podcast. Yeah. All right, everyone. Episode four of Mount Davis is in the books. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun doing these episodes, so keep with it, and I'll keep making more. Um, a little disclaimer. 
Uh, our talks are basically considered locker room talks, so don't take anything we say seriously. Um, we might say a couple inappropriate things here and there, but it's all for good fun, you know. Um, if you guys really have a problem with it, though, hit me up on Twitter. Um, I'll release my at later, but uh, yeah, no, um, we're just having fun here, so try not to ruin the mood. <laughs> Anyways, that was it for Mount Davis. Now, please follow, listen, do whatever you can to support, and um, we'll be back with more. Anyways, let's walk it off with Cool and the Gang. Yeah.